0: Welcome to the CPG Academy. I'm your host, Austin Grozier, and you're here to talk about all things CPG. What is up, guys? This is Austin Grozier with Big Dipper Dough, you're listening to episode 17 of the CPG Academy. Today, we are talking about how to price your products. How to price your products to make sure you're calculating in all the expenses that come about being in this business. So you don't end up at the end of the day having your products cost more than what you're making. I'm not going to dive in depth in regards to how to calculate your cost of goods. Um, Your cost of goods is something you have to kind of figure out on your own. Probably will do a podcast in the future about it. That's more straightforward. Right, It's how much does it cost, and that's in raw materials, packaging, and labor to produce one unit of your products at your dock, wherever the dock may be. What we're going to talk about today more specifically is how to calculate in all the other costs you'll think about with your products. The trade spend and brokers and everything else to make sure, again, at the end of the day, that you're making money. You're probably going to need to pause, this episode is very technical, it's very niche to this industry, so if you're not in this industry, I mean, give it a listen, please give it please like us, leave us a review, but um, again, you might not find nearly as much value as somebody that actually is selling a product in CPG or want to sell a product in CPG. There is nothing worse than at the end of the day, which I've done, I think probably everybody in CPG done, I've done, I sure as hell know I have then end up finding out that it costs more to sell your product than what you can make from it, right? That is not a recipe for success, as I'm sure you guys can imagine. So let's jump into it. Um, So I'm kind of running down uh, a list, and you'll have to, again, take notes, pause, rewind, and recommend you do this on a spreadsheet. So using just some hypothetical numbers here, a couple numbers of hypothetical. The rest of the numbers will be little, the legitimate numbers you have to understand. Let's say we have a product that costs us $2 and we're selling it for $4 a unit and it comes in a case of 6. Alright, so our cost of goods on an item is $2. We're selling it for $4 a unit and it comes in a case of 6. Alright, those are the hypothetical numbers we're using for this scenario. So we have a $4 unit. Six units a case multiplied by $4 gives us a total gross sales, a total case cost for one unit, of $24. Say that one more time. $2 cost of goods, $4 wholesale unit, six units a case. Six units a case multiplied by $4 a unit gives us a total gross sales per case of $24. Cool. Let's dive into the actual real numbers behind that or, uh, in front of that. So you have a $24 gross sales. Immediately, we should take off 2%. So $24, um, 2% of 24 is 48 cents, right? And the reason being is because that's the cash discount that you offer your customers. In grocery, the standard terms, which means if you're the grocery store and I'm the distributor, I'm the retailer, I'm the manufacturer and you're the distributor, let's say, I sell you a product is 2% 10 net 30. What that means is that again 2% 10 net 30. What that means is if you pay me within the first 10 days, I'll let you not pay me 2% 2% as a incentive to pay me early. Otherwise, if you wait till the net 30 part, wait till 30 full days to pay me, you pay me 100%. So let's say I invoice you for $10,000 if you paid me at 10 days or before you would only have to pay me nine hundred and what nine thousand eight hundred dollars so you save two hundred dollars if you pay me at 30 days you have to still pay me ten thousand so 24 dollars for gross sales minus two percent which is 48 cents is the first deduction secondly is your unsalables. Understand that in this industry, any product you sell at a grocery store that then can't be sold, whether it gets damaged, whether it goes expired, whatever it is, you're typically on the hook for it. Now, this is called either reclaim or spoils, or in this case, we're going to call it unsaleables. Ideally, you want that number, and it depends on your product. If it's highly perishable, like a, a juice that only has a couple days shelf life, you're going to see a very high number. If it's like a can of beans, you're probably going to see a very low number. What I recommend to start with at least is 1.5%. Again, you want the number ideally to be about half a percent or less. But on the high side, on the conservative side, 1.5%. And of $24, 1.5% is $0.36. Alright? So... $24 $24 gross sales, minus 2% or $0.48 cents for the cash discount, minus $0.36 cents or 1.5% for the unsalables, and then you typically uh, will be spending roughly 15% of your gross sales, so one $1.5, 15% of your gross sales on OIs, manufacturer chargebacks, demos, ads, EDLCs, coupons, in-store promotions to drive sales if you don't know everything i just rattled off that's a different episode but just understand that your in-store promotions is you want roughly 15 percent of your total gross sales allocated to that 15 percent of 24 dollars is three dollars and 60 cents so one more time two dollars a unit to produce four dollars a unit to sell comes in a case of six gives us a total case cost of $24 a unit we take 2% off the top which is 48 cents for the two percent cash discount we take one and a half percent off the top which is 36 cents for the unsalables or reclaim that we are we gonna see in the future and we take 15% off the top or three dollars and sixty cents a case for the OIs the chargebacks um, the different promotions we're gonna to run to help sell the product in the store so that's a total discount of 18.5% off the gross sales or $4.44. So we start off at $24 and we're now down to $19.56. All right, cool. So going from there, next, and this is just like a P&L. So first we have, so that ends up being like our our total, our total income, which is gross sales minus the uh, trade spend, promotions, deductions, that kind of stuff that you would see off invoice. Gives us our total income. Cool. So next for our variable expenses. And you want this to both be your freight as well as of course your cost of goods. So in this case, like I said, we're talking, let's say two dollars a unit. Right, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Two dollars a unit. So two dollars a unit multiplied by six means that our total cogs is twelve dollars. So that's, of course, if we're making it for two, selling it for four, that gives us a margin there of 50% off the gross sales. But if we're calculating on that $19.56, that $12 actually gives us a 61.3% cost of goods on the net sales. After all, the deductions, chargebacks, OIs, all that good stuff. All right. And mind you, too, that freight should be included in here. Uh, freight and 3pl so this is all your warehouse charging your trucking charges the storage the case picking all of those charges as well now mind you i've only had one company i haven't talked to many people about this so i have no idea if my pricing is high is low when i say this if people are gonna like shake their heads and call me a fool they're gonna be like wow he's got great pricing or they're just gonna be like wow it's about what i pay but i can tell you last year that we have a refrigerator product our 3pl costs uh, was 7.3 percent of our total income so 7.3 percent of our total income was our 3pl costs so if i want to do that on the spreadsheet uh, 7.3 percent ends up being a dollar 75 so we're talking total gross sales of 24 dollars 7.3% 7.3% is another dollar 75 that we're taking off the top there. Now, mind you, if you're in the middle of nowhere, you probably want to move it up to 8%. If you're selling a frozen item, you probably want to move it up to 8% or higher. If you're selling a dry item, you probably can move that down to 4%, 3%, something significantly less. Mind you, our product is refrigerated, has to be kept cold this whole time. And as such, the freight the 3PL charges are more than dry, but less than frozen, and we ship out of a pretty well-trafficked uh, area, so there's quite a few trucks coming through. So our, our freight costs, at least what I've seen, you have quotes from other areas of the country, are, are pretty good. So cool. Again, $2 to make, $4 to sell, $6 a case, $24 gross sales. off the top is $0.48 for the cash discount. 1.5% off the top of that is then $0.36 for the unsalables or the reclaim. 15% off the $24 gross sales is another $3.60, giving us a total discount of $4.44. So we go from $24 to $19.56. We're talking $2 a unit to produce, and again, this is the labor. The raw materials, the ingredients, your overhead, all that kind of stuff that's required in your facility to produce your product. That thing gives us a total Cogs of twelve dollars. So nineteen fifty-six minus twelve dollars minus, mind you, uh, uh minus the twelve dollars and minus that dollar in freight. Which again, that dollar seventy-five in freight is 7.3% of the $24, or 7.3% of our gross sales. That's based off of my company. I don't know if that's high, if that's low. I don't know where we we stand on that. I don't know. I assume frozen is more, and I assume dry is less. So that gets us from $24, subtracting out the, again, the 2% cash discount, the 1.5% of the unsalables, and the 15% of the promos and OIs, gets us to $19.56. Subtracting out the $2 cost of goods a unit, or 2 times 6 equals 12, and the $1.75, which is the freight, which is 7.3% of our gross sales, gets us down to a gross profit of 5.8%. Next, and even if you don't use a broker, I highly recommend that you factor in your freight costs. Excuse me. I, I take that back. I'm thinking the wrong thing. I highly recommend that you factor in your, uh, um, that you factor in a broker cost, even if you're not using a broker. And uh, the simple reason for that, right, is, uh, I mean, it should be relatively self-explanatory. But you know, the simple reason for that, of course, is that you are likely going to have to use a broker at some point in the future. And if that's the case, then you want to have that 5% calculated in now. So you can hire a broker. Mind you, you might want to even calculate in six or seven percent. Uh, just due to the fact that if you want to hire a master broker, they typically will take two or three percent and then hire brokers, grocery brokers, anywhere from four to five percent. So if that's the case, you know, four uh, percent plus three is seven, five percent plus three is eight. You may want to calculate in higher but for now we're going to calculate in five percent i hope brokers won't hate me for saying this but you typically can negotiate with the broker to say get uh four percent i'm not saying all i'm not saying none though i'm not saying who i'm just saying typically you can negotiate with a broker that they will do four percent of net sales so that is gross sales minus the cash discount, any any unclaimed, uh, unsaleables, things like that, and all the OIs, promos, things like that. So in this case, $19.56, and minus the freight, this case $1.75. So that, for us, ends up being a total eligible amount of $17.81, and as mentioned, then multiplied or... You know, uh, 5% of that is $0.89. Now, mind you, again, you typically can get this down to 4% of net sales minus freight. Not saying you can, not saying you can't, not saying what brokers do, what brokers don't. I'm just saying that uh, I've heard, you know, people have told me, right, experience that certainly is possible. You want to calculate in 5%. You do you want to negotiate 4% minus freight, but you want to calculate it in 5%. Again, why not? Rather be conservative now than end up with less money than you expected later. So let's run through this again to get where we're at $4, $2 to make, $4 to sell, 6 units a case. That gets $24 case cost. So 6 times 4 is 24. $24 a case. 2% cash discount is $0.48. Cents. 1.5% on saleables is $0.36. Cents. And 15% for promos is $3.60, which gives us a net sales of $19.56. You then take $2 a unit, multiply that by 6, gives you $12 in COGS. So $19.56 minus $12, minus the 7.3% of gross sales for freight, which is another seventy-five. Takes us from 1956 down to five dollars and eighty-one cents a gross profit. We want to calculate in the broker's cost, which if you mind you, you want to calculate in five percent. So that is net sales minus freight costs, five percent of that. But ideally, again, you typically want to try to negotiate if you can down to four percent. Alright. So 581 gives us the gross profit, uh, subtracting out $0.89 cents for the broker, then takes us down to 492. So we go from $24 gross sales to $19.56 in net sales to 581 dollars in gross profit uh, to $4.92 after the broker gets his cut. Next, you want to allocate—we're not done yet, unfortunately—you want to allocate an additional— of gross sales to promos, to marketing, to social media, to all that good stuff. So 5% of gross sales, again, you want to allocate to all the marketing material. So 5% of $24 is $1.20. I hope this doesn't sound too weird. Terribly sorry. I uh, did not put my phone in airplane mode, which was a huge mistake. And someone's tried to call me. First time it's happened in 17 episodes. So go fake to record this at nine o'clock at night people still calling you so as i mentioned five percent of our marketing dollars five percent of our total gross sales should be allocated then to marketing this is different than promotion those five percent is allocated to social media ads website ads consumer ads billboards magazines anything of the like that's going to help us you know get our word out there get our product out there and again five percent of twenty four dollars is a dollar twenty so one more time twenty four dollars gross sales minus four dollars and forty four cents for discounts gets us to nineteen dollars and fifty six cents minus twelve dollars in cogs and a dollar seventy five in freight gets us to five eighty one uh subtract out eighty nine cents for the five percent broker fees gets us to four ninety two Then you subtract out the 5% or $1.20 and Consumer Promo gets us to $3.72. So that $3.72 is a 19% net sales. So we start off with $24 and we end up, in terms of gross profit per case, at $3.72 a unit. Alright, hope you guys have followed me so far and it's all made sense. There are two more pieces that I want to specifically talk about on this, and then we will call this a night. One is to then allocate in trade shows, and second is to then allocate in slotting fees. Alright, so trade shows, uh, starting off here. Of course, if we're making $3.72 a case, we cannot do any trade shows only selling one case. Because trade shows are a lot more than $3.72, and it is not feasible for us to do so. But the beautiful thing is, is unless you splurge and go a lot at trade shows, they do not get more expensive as you get bigger. Of course, you can always spend more money. You know, your, your wants will always swell to your means or something like that. Some, you know, budgeting phrase. But as long as you're disciplined and diligent, you don't have to worry about that. So look at the trade shows you want to do. Expo East, Expo West, the fancy food shows, maybe a distributor show like Cahier or Unify or Lapari, whatever it is. Look at the cost of the show. You know the cost of your booth, for your labor. Figure out what that cost is. Let's just say, for the sake of it, that's ten grand. So if we add then in a ten thousand dollar trade show charge, mind you're only really making three dollars and seventy two cents a unit in profit. At one case sold, that that equals a loss. Of nine thousand nine hundred ninety-six dollars and twenty-eight cents, so we cannot do that. But if you take this from one case to a thousand cases, we're still at a loss of six thousand dollars. If you take this from one case to ten thousand cases, then we're then we're at a gain, right? So, the trade show—well, we just went from selling one case to selling ten thousand cases. Our trade show costs are still only ten thousand. So we went from a $9900 and 9900 and dollars loss. We now have a $27,221 in profit. Something to keep in mind, which is not allocated anywhere in this, as I talked about, is the trade show costs. And these are relatively static, no matter how big or small you get, unless you splurge. Which I already did a show, I already did an episode on how to travel cheaply, how to travel affordably. And I was going to do one about how to do a trade show affordably, but Expo West got canceled, and I have not yet done so. So, mind you, that trade shows is an important, another thing to be added in there. Alright. So, now we got that out of the way. We've gone through how to price this all so far. We talked about trade shows. The last thing for us to discuss then is slotting. Right Now, most stores you're going to experience are going to ask for slotting in one of two ways. They're going to ask for a free fill, or they're going to ask for actual dollars, actual slotting dollars. So, mind you, we have uh, six case, six units a case, selling it for $4 a unit, or the gross sales is $24. Selling that to a distributor understand the distributor is not the end fire. they're simply buying it to then resell it at a profit to a local grocery store you have to understand that the distributors they can sell to a giant store like a Walmart, Publix, Myers, HEB, Wegmans, Wakefern, Ralphs, Fred Myers, King Supers, whoever at a much lower markup than they can the little corner grocery store Simply because that customer is buying so much more product and it's much more profitable for so them to run a whole truck over, drop off a whole semi truck for $50,000, than for them to run a truck over and drop off a couple of units for a $500 sale. So, understand that distributors have different markups. Um, figure out what kind of markup, and again, they're all based off margin really, but in this case, we're talking markup. So you know, figure out what kind of markup you should expect to see from your distributor so you can start to calculate what the slotting fill would be. So if we're talking $24 gross uh, cost to the distributor, at this point let's just say that the distributor is using a 40% increase. So they're marking it up 40%, which uh, isn't too high, isn't too low. It's somewhere probably near the higher side, but it's not the highest you'll see and you definitely can see lower. Let's just say for the sake of argument, they're talking to 40%. If you offer a retailer a free fill, you're not just going to send them free product. What you're going to do is you're going to sell the product to your distributor. Your distributor is then going to sell the product to the store. The store is going to take a free fill, which is going to come to you as a uh, deduction on your invoice. So if the free fill might cost you 50 bucks, which it will cost you more than that, if you invoice the, the distributor for hundred dollars, you're going to get fifty dollars back, or that hundred dollars minus fifty dollar charge. All right? It's so pretty straightforward there. So understand that forty percent markup, that means that the retailer's cost from the distributor is five dollars and sixty cents a unit. So you sell it to the distributor for four bucks. Distributor marks it up forty percent. That gets the cost of $5.60 a unit to the retailer. And that's what's going to be deducted off your invoice. Now, mind you, that you don't sell to the uh, retailer by the unit. You sell them by the case. So, in reality, a free fill of one unit per SKU per store. Again, one unit, or excuse me, uh, one case per SKU per store. Sold to the distributor at four bucks a unit, marked up from the distributor at 40%, so sold to the retailer at $5.60 a unit and a case of six. Means that the cost the case cost is $33.60. So for every store and for every SKU you sell you sell in or you slot in, you're then going to see that come back as a deduction. So if we're talking $560 a unit, six units a case. We're talking a slotting expense of roughly $34. Now mind you, if we're talking, you're talking only making three dollars and seventy-two cents a unit and profit per $3.72 in profit per case, you're talking $34 a unit, that means you have to sell uh, what nine point one three cases, so almost ten cases to actually be breaking even. And this is where this industry is hard to crack into, because it takes money, and it takes time, and it takes investment. Which not everybody can get, not everybody can afford. But understand that the slotting is part of something you have to calculate in, and well, it's not something we've talked, I've talked about in regards to calculating out the actual profit per case. You gotta understand that you need to, you need to run those numbers. So in this case, four dollars to the distributor, marked up forty percent gives a retailer cost of $5.60, or a case cost of $33.60, or roughly $34, which means that once you slot it in and you get that deduction of $34 per SKU per store, so if you have two SKUs in one store, that would be $68, and if you have 100 stores, that would be what, uh, $6,800 you would find as, an, as a deduction on your invoice. Now that's that's not easy. Let I me mean, just even have to sell what's that what did I say? Sixty-eight no uh, hundred stores. That's to sell what a th- hundred times ten. So I could be dumb sometimes. Hundred times ten, that's ten thousand is that a thousand or is that ten thousand? I think that's a 1, thousand. Hundred times ten. I'm sure somebody's laughing at my You don't have to be good at math to run a business. But a uh, thousand cases. That's 1,000 cases you have to sell to actually break even before you start making any money. But depending on how fast you move a case, that could be a while. That could be a couple of weeks. It could be a couple of months. It could be a year. Again, that's where you have to, have to have money to be in this industry. The other thing to keep in mind is that if a person is asking you for two cases per SKU per store, it's, it's something you can do. It's not, it's not against the law. It's, it's totally f- acceptable. But understand, it's then going to take you twice as long to make your money back or to start to make a profit. And if the retailer asks for a dollar amount as opposed to a, a slotting fee, if it's that thirty four dollars or less, then it's what you've already have budgeted and they're not you know, they're not trying to rip you off, they're not trying to do anything too crazy. And mind you it's not thirty-four dollars. Thirty-four dollars is what we're using this example. It could be whatever you whatever it is. So, you know, but let's just say it is $34. If they're going to charge you $32, or they're going to charge you $36, that's all reasonable. It's all right in the same ballpark. If they're going to charge you in slotting $70 a skew a store, that's not reasonable. That's something you have to then take into consideration. There's been a lot of talked about in this episode. <laughs> it's something, again, it's not something to just be listened to lightly. This is one that is straight numbers and facts. I try to talk slow, I try to repeat myself a couple times to make sure that I cover each part of it, um, as well as again, repeat it again and again to hopefully help you guys better understand it and to make sure that I don't miss anything the more I repeat it. But we talked over first how to find the total case, uh, the percentages to use, all the things to factor in. Uh, we talked about then yeah, how to find the profit for that case. We talked about factoring in for trade shows and how you know trade shows might be very expensive up front. But as you continue to grow, what's a huge loss with only selling one case is, you know, you're still making money selling 10 cases or selling 10,000 cases. I also talked about uh, slotting and um, pre and how to calculate those as well. So, again, there's a lot of information here. There's a lot of value here. I thank you guys all so much for listening. Again, I'm just trying to share the information I wish somebody shared with me when I first started this company stuff not many people want to talk about the stuff not many people are talking about so listen to this listen to the podcast share it with your friends in the industry give us a like give us a review and um, until then I'll see you guys next Monday so thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for being a part of this and have a wonderful day thank you all for listening to the cpg academy our ask is simple if this podcast brought you any value please share it with a friend whether in business or in cpg we hope to be able to bring them value too we'd love to hear from you guys to answer any questions you might have or to discuss any topics you might want to talk about if you think you'd be if you think you'd be a good guest for the show or you think you know somebody that would be please shoot us an email or shoot me a text my email is austin at com, and my phone number is 231 883 6035. Thank you all. Have a great night.